If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of John, chapter 1, and we'll be looking at verse 29 and 36. Now there is a question I believe everyone must answer, and that question is, who is Jesus Christ? Now when we look around the community, we can look around the state, the nation, the world, There are many people who have answered this question and they have answered this question correctly. They have believed on Jesus Christ. But then there are many people who have never even confronted this question. They've never thought about it. They've never answered it or they've answered it incorrectly or when confronted with Jesus Christ... They just don't care. Now, you might ask, when are people confronted with this question? They're confronted with this question after they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. They're confronted because 
in hearing the gospel, they come face to face with Jesus Christ. And they have to answer the question after they're face to face with it. Now today, what we're going to do is we're going to look at several people who came face to face with Jesus Christ. And they were confronted with this question, who is Jesus? And we're going to look at how they answered that question. So again, if you would, look at John chapter 1, verse 29 and 36. Then the next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold, that Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. And then verse 36, And he beheld Jesus walking by, and said, Behold, that Lamb of God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us today, Lord, as we worship together. And Lord, I just thank you for all the blessings that you have given us, the blessings of life and liberty, the blessings of your Son, and just the salvation that comes through him and only through him. And Lord, I just pray that today you would be with us, that you would give me the words to say and hide me behind the cross. And Lord, I just pray that if there is anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, that you would speak to their hearts. And Lord, I just pray that you would just continue to be with us, continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in these two verses, we see John's reaction when he meets Jesus Christ. Now, in verse 29, John sees Jesus coming towards him. And if you think about it, you can almost see the underlying question, who is Jesus Christ? And as soon as he sees Jesus walking towards him, he answers that question by declaring to all those people that could that could hear him speak, he says, Behold, that Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. So when he sees Jesus, he recognizes Jesus as the Lamb of God, the sacrifice that had come to take away our sins. So John came face to face with Jesus, and he sees him as the Lamb of God. And we see the same thing in verse 36. When John sees Jesus walking by the next day, he tells the people, Behold the Lamb of God. He sees him as the Lamb of God. So John recognizes him as the Lamb. But if you go forward a couple verses we see two people that were going to be called as disciples. We see Philip and Nathaniel. Now, when Philip, if you look at verse 43, it says, The day following, Jesus would go into Galilee and found Philip and said unto him, Follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter, Philip found Nathanael and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses did write in the law and the prophets, Jesus, that son of Joseph, that was of Nazareth. So when Jesus calls Philip, 
Philip gets confronted with that question. Who is Jesus Christ? Who is this man that is talking to me? And look at how he answers it when he goes and speaks to Nathaniel. He says, this is the one that Moses spoke about. This is the one that the prophets spoke about. This is the coming Messiah. That's what he was saying. This is the Christ, the Messiah. So who is Jesus Christ? Philip says he's the Messiah, the one that was written about by Moses and the prophets. And then Nathaniel. How does Nathaniel answer that question? Well, it took a little bit more than, than just meeting Jesus for Nathaniel to, to answer that question because Jesus performed a miracle for Nathaniel. When Nathanael's walking towards him, Jesus says, Behold, an Israelite in whom is no gall. And then Nathanael says, Well, how do you even know me? We've never met. You don't know me. And look at what Jesus says. He says, Before Philip came to you, I saw you sitting under the fig tree. And then look at what Nathanael says. You're the Christ. You're the Son of God. You're the Messiah. You're the King of the Jews. So when Nathaniel was confronted with that question, who is Jesus Christ? Now it took a miracle for him to see the answer for it, for this question. And he declares Jesus the Son of God and King of Israel. So with John the Baptist and with Philip and Nathaniel, they're confronted with this question, who is Jesus Christ? And they answer it correctly. John, he sees the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Philip sees the one who was written about and spoken of by the prophets and by Moses, and Nathanael sees the Son of God, the King of of Israel. So when they were face to face with Jesus, they all recognized him for who he is. The son of God. Yet, many people don't answer that question that way. Or they just reject it outright. And we saw that with the scribes and Pharisees and many of the Jews. Now, if you think about the scribes and Pharisees, you know, many of the scribes and Pharisees were confronted with the question, yet the scribes and Pharisees, after witnessing many of Jesus' miracles, now think about this. They saw Jesus' miracles. They saw him heal the sick, raise the dead, they saw him feed the multitudes because when he fed the multitudes, there were scribes and Pharisees there when he did it. When he raised the dead, they were there when, when he rose, raised Lazarus from the dead. Yet, after seeing all of these things, what did the scribes and Pharisees do? They complained. Well, he's healing people on the Sabbath day. He's breaking the Sabbath. 
the miracles proved that Jesus is the Messiah. Yet the scribes and Pharisees complained that he was healing people on the Sabbath, but remember, God is Lord of the Sabbath. He's Lord over all things. He's the king of the universe. The Sabbath, along with all the other days and all of creation, belong to him. Yet they complained that he was healing people on the Sabbath. But that was not the only thing they complained about. Remember, they also complained that his disciples didn't wash their hands. A trivial thing, but they complained about that. And then they complained when he cast the money changers out of the temple. And they complained and they complained and they complained and accused him of blasphemy and then they finally turned him over to the Romans and crucified him. But instead of recognizing Jesus for who he is, when confronted with the question, who is Jesus Christ, they were blinded by religion. How many people in today's society is blinded by religion? Think about that. They go to church all their life. Yet they never come face to face with Jesus Christ. Because they're blinded by religion. They're blinded by their own rules and regulations, which is what was happening to the Pharisees and the scribes. But the Jews were the same. Remember, the Jews witnessed all of Jesus' miracles as well. And they followed him as long as he was meeting their needs. Oh, they followed him when he was feeding them. They were coming to him to be healed. Yet, whenever they realized that he was a servant of the Father and had come to be a sacrifice... What did they do? On Palm Sunday, they welcomed him into Jerusalem as the coming king and Messiah. But then they turned around and said, we have no king but Caesar. And they turned their back on him. Who is Jesus Christ? When confronted with that question, many do not know. Or many don't care to know who he is. But why? Why is it that when people hear the gospel and they have to come face to face with Jesus Christ and answer the question, who is this man? Who is Jesus Christ? Why do they turn their back on him? It's because to answer the question, one must be confronted by their own sin. That's all it is to it. Because to come face to face with Jesus means that you come face to face with your sin. You're confronted with your sin because Jesus reminds us 
that we are sinful. Now, how many people in the world want to be reminded of their sin? Or how many people in the world want to say, I'm sinful and thus I need a Savior? Not many people want to answer that. Because, you see, people are dead in sin. They're dead in their trespasses. And they cleave to the sin nature. And when confronted with Jesus Christ, they have to admit that they're sinful and many people don't view the things they're doing as sin. And they don't view it as sin because they're dead. Yet, when we come face to face with Christ, we're confronted with it. And we have to answer, who is this man? And if you say, he is my Savior, he is my sacrifice, you must also say, I'm sinful and I need him. And people don't want to do that. Jesus reminds us that we are sinful and in need of a Savior. And the scribes and Pharisees, if we look back at them, they were offended at his teachings. They were offended at what he was doing. And they were offended because he was showing them that because of all the tradition and all the rules and regulations that he had added to the law, that they had added to the law, they had made the law of none effect. Yet he had come to fulfill it. The Jews were offended at him because he was also telling them that they needed him as a savior and sacrifice. Who is Jesus Christ? Of course, maybe a better question is who is he to you? Who is Jesus Christ to you? If you look over at Mark chapter 8, look at verses 27 through 29. It says, And Jesus went out and his disciples into the town of Caesarea Philippi, and by the way he asked his disciples, saying unto them, Whom do men say that I am? And they answered, Some say John the Baptist, and some Elijah, and some one of the prophets, and he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Then Peter answered and said unto him, Thou art that Christ. So look at what happens here. Jesus asked the disciples, Who do people say that I am? Who do they say that I am? And the disciples answering that question they say well some people say you're John the Baptist some say you're Elijah some say that you're one of the prophets but then Jesus asked the disciples directly who do you say that I am now think about something every time we hear the gospel we're asked the same question who do you say that Jesus Christ is who is he to you And if you say he's the son of God, he's the savior, he's the Messiah, he's the one that died on the cross for my sins, if you've never received him as Christ and Lord and Savior, why haven't you done so? 
Jesus confronts the disciples with that question, but he confronts everyone with that question when they hear the gospel. How are you going to answer that question? Who is Jesus Christ? We sit in church. We hear the message. We hear about all the miracles. His virgin birth, his teachings, how he raised the the dead, how he healed the blind, how he walked on water, how he turned water into wine, how he fed the multitudes and healed the sick and healed the deaf and healed the crippled. We hear all of these things about him. We learn about his death, burial, and resurrection. Who is Christ? Who is he? And there's only two ways to answer that question. Either you're going to answer it like Peter did. You are the Christ, the son of the living God, or you're going to turn your back and walk away. Those are the only two ways to answer the question. You can receive him and believe on him as Lord and Savior, or you can turn your back on him and walk away. Because we see that that's what the scribes and Pharisees and many of the Jews did. They turned their back and walked away from him. Who is Christ? And how will you answer that question? Will you answer it like John, Nathaniel, and Philip, and Peter? Or will you answer it like the scribes and Pharisees? Only you can make that choice as we stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you could just be with us today as we worship. Lord, I just pray that you would just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.